This is the Jake and Joe Show, bringing variety to your week every Wednesday. Welcome back. Season 2, episode 25 of the Jake and Joe Show. I'm Jake. I'm Joe. And today we have a special guest on the show, someone who we've talked about a little bit in passing in season one, but I don't think he's even heard any of those episodes. It's my brother Joey. Hello. So this is the Jake and Joe and Joe show. Yes. It's Joeception today. <laughs> this week, uh, we're kind of going with the flow as far as general discussion. It's probably going to be uh, talking about video game and other nerd culture things, Uh Gonna hit you with a song of the week like we always do, and then we're gonna play a game of million dollars. But but this time we have a actual card game. You, you can explain it, Joe. You hear this? You hear this <laughs> shaking around? This is a box full of cards. Ooh. Oh yeah. So he got that as a gift, so we won't have to be searching the internet for a million dollars butt question. And they're gonna be quicker and probably better. So hope so. I think it's gonna be a good time. So. Getting into things, I know we were going to talk about, or we probably still will, talk about nerd culture and games and that type of thing, but there was a new segment that we had, this is long before we even started recording for season two, there was a new segment idea that we were throwing around. Okay. Um, I think I think I came up with it and I mentioned it to you and you said you liked it. It was called Can I Ask? And the idea behind it, you might have forgotten because we didn't, we didn't talk about it a ton. The idea behind it was that one of us brings a question to the table for the episode that the other hasn't prepared for. They haven't had any time oh, to yeah. think about the question. You know, there wasn't any premeditation on, you know, your opinion. So we'd ask it live on the show or quote unquote live on the show. And mm-hmm. from there you would come up with, you'd formulate your opinion and what you think of it on the fly. So I thought that would be fun to do. Yeah, um, let's do it. I came up with one, and I hadn't mentioned it till right now because I wanted it to be All right. completely off the Is cuff. Is that something you can ask, and then we can both give our opinions? Absolutely, on yeah. You can both All give right. your opinions, and it's, it it kind of works out because it is tech related. Uh, at least my specific example is, but I expect it to branch off and uh, you know cover other facets and stuff like that. Awesome. So this question in particular is how do you guys feel about advertising and the example i came up with for specific advertising is the uh, the amazon tablets that they sell the fire the hd7 and the hd8 Mm -hmm. they offer an option for them where you can buy them for cheaper with offers built in and that's what it says right on the amazon website it says with offers and what that means is that the lock screen of the tablet displays ads and there's a screensaver built in. I believe you can turn off a screensaver if you don't want it, but if you have a screensaver on, it displays ads as well. And what that allows Amazon to do is instead of charging you 75 for the tablet, they charge you 50 or something hmm. like that. So I wanted to see what your guys' opinion was on that. Um, do you agree with that type of method of advertising? Well, okay. Conning consumers it- into paying less to put up with permanent advertising? Personally, it's not worth it for me. I wouldn't do it, but I know that there's some people out there who, you you know, bottom line is the price, and they don't care about the advertising, they would do it. So I can see why that, you know, is a good option for Amazon to do, because it is kind of a win-win. You know, they get to advertise more of their products, and you get an item for 
less money. I guess it kind of goes with what we were talking last week with um, kind of how we were side-talking about marketing ploys, marketing ideas. Not not a terrible thing. Again, I wouldn't use it myself, but... I'm what not... about you? Would you... Well, for me, like, my whole opinion on ads, like, as long as they're not really invasive to what you're doing, I don't really care. Like, in front of all YouTube videos, you'll have, like you can skip this ad now or you have to watch the entire minute and a half long ad. Like I consider that an invasive ad where like I have to see the ad before I right. can get to what I want to do. Yeah. But if this is like shows ads on the lock screen, gives a cheaper price. Like I don't really have a problem with it as long as it's not like in order to use your tablet, you have to watch this five minute ad. Right. That's that true. Would I didn't even think of that. That would be obnoxious. Yeah. Before unlocking your device, watch this two minute video. Please watch this two minute video. Oh, oh boy. Now, I do want to point out that you can later on pay to remove the ads. So you could pay 50 to get the tablet because that's all you've got on hand right now and you need it. And then a couple months down the road, you decide, okay, I really don't want those ads there. You can pay to have them removed. Mm -hmm. Or if you're a nerd like us, I'm sure any of the three of us could figure it out. You can bypass the ads and remove them for free which I have done on an Amazon tablet before. Nice. So that is a possibility. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But obviously they don't want you to do that, and that's not the intended use. probably not advertised as ad block. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) There are other examples of this currently in the market. Um, For example, Hulu. Mm -hmm. You can pay an additional 2 or $3 a month to remove ads. Um, they have a, I believe it's $10 or 9 or 8 or something like that. It's 8 to $10 and they have, it's a limited commercial plan where they'll play a 30 second ad before the episode and a 30 second ad after the episode. Um, or you can pay 12 a month and there's no ads at all. Right. Uh, I don't, I don't know, personally, and this is why I wanted to ask, I'm of the opinion that Amazon shouldn't be offering an addition where there are ads to drop the price. I don't think that's right. Um, Not because it's invasive or anything like that, but because I had a good, I had a good. I hate it when that happens. Yeah, I had a good point, and then we started, we got a little distracted, and I forgot what it was. Well, I know, like, back on that YouTube comment, I said, like, I called that an invasive ad, and take, I mean, still fits the definition of, like, invasive ad, but, like, on YouTube and, like, Hulu and all that stuff, like, it makes sense that those ads would be right before the video because, like, that's a video streaming site. They have to get their money somehow. Right. And if they're watching it for free, I can understand they'd, they'd put the ads before the video. But, like, I mean, I've seen other video streaming sites that are free that's like, hey, we don't want you to run ad block on this, and they'll stop the service until you add the exception to not run ad block right. on it. Right, But they don't put the ads before the videos. Mm-hmm. They actually, like, surround the site, and they monitor <laughs> what ads are on it. Like, nothing, no scams ads or anything like that. It's just simple, like, hey, play this game ad. Like, I've seen World of Warcraft ads on it. Yeah. And, uh... But you can just sit there and watch your video with the ad on the just the sidebar of the window. Yeah, like, I would there. almost prefer that than having ads before or uh, as Facebook's been doing recently. And this is definitely invasive. Ads in the middle of videos. That's ridiculous. You'll be watching like a minute and a half video on your timeline. And yeah. it will pause and an ad will start playing. And it's like, what is going on? So I would much rather have the site covered in ads and the video unaffected. And... Technically, that would probably bring in more more revenue for the website because mm. they can be displaying ads constantly. 
I mean, you're not forced to look at them, but I'm sure the people who are sponsoring the ads pay more to have their ads shown for longer. Right, and a so. lot of times with most video players, you can on the bottom right, you can like go full screen, so you can bypass any of that anyway. Right, right. Yeah, and and back to the Amazon tablets themselves, I can't not see it as a win-win situation because if you don't want the ads for a cheaper price, you don't have to get them. They're not forcing it on you. Okay, but they are forcing paying additionally to not have ads. Think of it this way. Instead of thinking the tablet is $75, but they offer a cheaper $50 model with ads. Think of it inversely. The tablet is $50 and it comes with ads. And to remove the ads, you have to pay us an extra $25. Doesn't that sound a lot more shady? Sounding it that way, yeah. Saying it that way, that's definitely shady, as you said. But I don't think... It's ever been $50 retail. They go on sale for below $50. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely still making a profit on that $50 per tablet. Hands right. down. But, yeah, the way, the way you're looking at it is definitely... That changes the game right there. But I think how I was looking at it was that that's what the price was anyway, wasn't it? It was like 75 or even a little bit higher for a tablet. Um. Yeah, I think it was around there. So with that knowledge... That's why I'm okay with it. And and because, you know, like I said, there are some people who just, bottom line, want the cheapest option. They don't mind watching videos They're sheep. or ads. They're sheep, Jake. They're being <laughs> They're taken sheeple. advantage of. I mean, it's not like, it also depends what the ads are. Like, if it's like the creepy way that the ads are doing now, where it's like, tracks everything you're doing. Like, even though it's like, incredibly, like, super invasive that way, if, what you're doing at the same time like i've seen ads that are based on that for me that's like hey look at this thing right here it's like a sale for this and i'm like i wonder if that's legit and i go check out the actual website instead of clicking on the ads right. and then to find out that turns out that the ad was right and i only had two hours to get this you know 50 percent off deal and i'm like <laughs> you know what i like this ad now <laughs> there are that that reminds me of um I don't know if Amazon, and, and, and this is perfect because we've been talking about Amazon, I don't know if they still currently do it, but at one point in time, Amazon would display items at a cheaper price to people who weren't logged in than the people who were. So say you went and you viewed the Amazon tablet okay. and you were not logged in. You were not logged into an account. You had never been to Amazon on the computer you were on. The tablet would display at 50 bucks. You jump onto your Amazon account, go back to that page, refresh it, and now it's 60 bucks. And they did that because new users, trying to entice. they want to entice those users to buy the product. So yeah. they're willing to drop the price and sell it for cheaper. And that's shady too. That's, it's like... Well, it, it's shady, but I I can't not like think a, of it as... It's like a new user bonus yeah. that they're Yeah, to but sell. It's, it's betrayal like... to the people who have an account and the loyal customers. It's like, yeah, you've been buying stuff with us for a couple of years. Screw yeah. you. We're going to offer a good deal to oh, the guy who just yeah, visited that, us. It would be nice time. if they did offer like the whole loyalty program with it too. Like that'd be neat. I mean, Amazon pro pro Amazon <laughs> prime, um, kind of helps that out. You do obviously have to give them a hundred dollars, a hundred bucks a year or whatever. But if you use prime a lot, it's definitely worth it. And you actually, make money essentially on 
your purchases. So right. yeah. I think I think they're actually very cool about their services. And actually, just the other day, I was kind of I gave you a little snippet of my Amazon cart, and I f- mentioned to you how I thought it was really cool that right on the pay screen they were like, "Hey, you have this many Prime points on your Amazon uh, credit card. Do you want to use them now?" There's a lot of credit cards, especially just like the typical uh, Capital One uh, low-end card or or American Express low-end card, they're not going to tell you that you have your points because they don't want you to use them. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was really cool of Amazon that they are, you know, being like, hey, you have this available, you want to use it, even though that's hurting them. So in that sense, and I'm saying this because in that sense they're rewarding loyalty and they're rewarding their current members. So, and, and, I, and I know that, I know what you're talking about, but a lot of businesses do that where they'll want new members. Yeah. They'll want new people. So I can't blame them for wanting to bring new people in. And it's not like we're not taken care of right. once, once you true. are a member. That's true. So. And like I said, I don't know if Amazon still employs that tactic. I know it was years ago. And that's when they were younger. They didn't have as many users. Now there is not a person on this planet that has not heard of Amazon. Right. They are as universal a term as Google is at this point. Uh, a lot of the websites you visit, they're powered by Amazon servers and stuff like that in the background. Mm-hmm. Amazon has its own cloud platform that's nearly as big as Google's. I, I just thought of this. Not as big. I shouldn't say that because Google is is ridiculous. But it's there's they have a good-sized cloud platform. Oh, yeah. I just thought of this. Don't you think it's crazy that in the year 2017, if someone said Amazon, I think most people in the United States, the first thing they would think of is the online retailer and not the rainforest. You know what I mean? Like That's crazy. Amazon rainforest has been around forever but in this, you know what I mean? Like you, It's just crazy. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah. Speaking of the Amazon rainforest, did you hear that they uh given permission to chop down like hundreds of thousands of acres of it no why I mean, that pretty much happens like every day anyway so well this is this is like this is like a yeah a very large section it's bigger than any section has been cut down in a long time is it for like housing or or are they just like hey we need paper because that's terrible <laughs> hey, that would be terrible we need paper so we're gonna go ahead and cut down these trees they are opening up 860,000 acres of protected rainforest to logging, mining, and farming. 860,000 acres. That is a lot. It is a lot of land. Um, I'm not even sure how big the Amazon is. How many? I have no idea. It's the largest rainforest on the planet. Okay, Google. How many acres is the Amazon rainforest? According to World Wildlife Fund... 1.4 1.4 billion acres of dense forests, half of the planet's remaining tropical forests. Holy crap. Billion with a B? 1.4 billion with a B. Wow. So they're not even giving okay. away a percent of it. So 860,000 <laughs> acres doesn't sound as bad anymore, but that article still did say that it's a larger chunk than it has been opened up in Maybe the past. Like mm-hmm. uh, okay. So is it like a slippery slope type of thing? Yeah, but I don't know. That's not what we're here to talk about. I just—it's it, something I saw recently in the news. So it's I wanted to still a lot of of acreage, though. I mean, yes, it's a small percentage, but it's still a lot. Yeah. And then you got to think of you know, the animals living there and whatnot. They got to relocate. Got to live in the city, back to mom's house. <laughs> you know. 
They're probably cutting down all the trees to make room for ad space. I mean, face it, all the snakes just kind of sit there and lay on their ass anyway. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So let's get off of that uh, real quick before we end that little mini segment. So your thoughts, your final thoughts on advertising to offer cheaper products. I'm completely okay with it as long as it's not invasive, which is yeah. pretty much banking on what Joe Joey just said. But after his opinion, I that's how I'm kind of forming mine. So. So, we know I, your opinion. <laughs> yeah, I still don't really mind it. Like, as long as it's not like the whole, in order to log in, you gotta wait two minutes to watch this ad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be the worst kind of ads, I think we can all agree. Before you can unlock your phone, please watch this two-minute video on Viagra. Uh, we see you've hit 40. <laughs> oh, man. You seem to be going to these websites a lot less. Are you having trouble? <laughs> Google or Siri comes on in a very seductive voice. Hey, we see that you're having a little difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> or Microsoft now has what Cortana. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, let's transition into what uh, we were thinking about talking about anyway. Sorry, is... <laughs> we do this all the time. Uh, you know, more video game nerd culture related. So we thought we would just kind of ask this general question: What are you playing right now, and why? So since Joey is our guest. We'll have him go first. So, Joey, what game or games are you playing right now, and why? So, the game I'm playing mostly right now is Final Fantasy XIV, mainly because the expansion just dropped, like, like in less than a month. So, it's been, like, about... I can't even remember how long. It's not, it hasn't been out that long, though. And uh, That's the MMO, right? Yes. Yeah, excuse yeah. my ignorance, but this... That's the newest Final Fantasy. I've never played any Final Fantasy. So, 15 so. actually is out, and that's one of the reasons why he managed to get my old PS4, because they had a Final Fantasy 15 limited edition PS4, and I was like, I want that thing. So he it's bought it. It's also better than my current PS4 yeah. in terms of hard drive space and like just the capacity of it, so I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to get the new model of the PS4, and you can have my old one. With Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> yeah, because I had already bought the game, and then when I played it, and then I realized about the system, and I'm like, wait a minute, do I really want that? I already got the game, and it comes with the game. There's no big deal. I don't need it. Oh, wait, it's better than mine. Oh, That's wait. how you justified it. <laughs> Jake, Jake needs a PS4, and I and want him to play games with me. That's how it justified it. And then I haven't plugged it in besides... Um, oh, so you have plugged it in now? Well, yeah, I've plugged it in because we played that uh, free-to-play kind of uh, 5v5 game. What was it called? Remember, it was a couple months ago now. Uh, free-to-play 5v5 game? It's like Warframe, but it's not Warframe. Um, it's like a le- It's like League. You don't remember what we've been talking about? Battleborn? No. No, I can't oh, think of it. Uh, Paladins? No, no it's not, not that. No. It's it's. You, but you know what I'm talking about, right? No, I really. Oh, don't. really? <laughs> That's the only it game exist, so far. Jake, it doesn't exist. Like, you saying five v five, and I'm just like seven different games pop in my head that I've been recently. Well, it's been a while, and I haven't been playing games very much, so it's uh, still one of my recent like, ones. Other than five v five, what it was about? Nah, doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I haven't played it since that, and Adria, she bought me The Last of Us Remastered. Which you need to play. I know, because of you. Hey, I should also mention that no one has given me any spoiler warnings for that game yet. I haven't. And I've gotten, like, apparently 
only a tenth of the way through the game. Where are you right now? Uh, is, are you actively playing it, or is it one you... No. Yeah. It's so I good. haven't picked it up in a while. It's so good. Like, play the freaking game. If you yeah. need a story game that to, to play, make it The Last of Us mm-hmm. and enjoy it, because it's so good. I know, I should. I'm going to be oh, hoping to pick up a PS4 uh, this Black Friday. Oh, nice. Because they, they're coming down in price to cheap enough that I feel comfortable finally getting one. Um, I've, been, I've wanted one since they were released, but I don't... I, I usually wait till they've released the slim variant. You should shop around Best Buy because Best Buy holds Black Friday deals for like the week before, the week of, and the yeah. week after. That's how I managed to get a 4K th- TV for like $300. Yeah, it's and a good one too. It's a 55-inch 4K TV for $300, and I'm like, I'll buy that because I want a 4K TV. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, Final Fantasy fourteen. That's what you've been playing right now. And do you, yeah. you'd recommend that game? Well, I mean, if you like playing MMO types... It's turn-based, right? So, since about... Final Fantasy has been mostly turn-based. Um, and Final Fantasy X was the last true like turn-based one, I think. But even then, Final Fantasy... like. Was it? I think it was like five or six. It went from like its turn-based thing. Have you ever played Chrono Trigger or seen like that kind yes. of? Yes. You see, like they had the gauge that it built up. That was like it was turn-based, but it's like semi-turn-based because you could get like haste ratings and like build that bar up faster. So the last tr- like true turn-based one like that was like way back in like the Nintendo, the original NES. And, like, Final Fantasy X was the last one to be exactly, like, that style of turn-based one. And then Final Fantasy XI came out, which was the first Final Fantasy MMO, which they still support an update to this day. Was that on the like, PS2? Yes. I thought But so. now you can only play it on the PC. Oh, yeah. Um, it's really weird and convoluted to get it running. Like, it took me a little while because, like, the account setup wasn't working right, and then I updated the game... I had to wait so long to update it because it had years and years and years of updates. Oh, man. <laughs> and, yeah. And then, like, I finally get to it, and it's like, your files cannot be validated. And I'm like, no, why? <laughs> and, like, I immediately, I'm like, Square Enix probably doesn't even support this anymore. And I go to their support site, and they're like, oh, here you go. And I'm like, oh, my God, you guys still support this? And like, yeah, we have a patch coming out in three days. And I'm like... That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, like, Stormblood right. is like coming out in like a week. You guys like still doing it? It's like yeah, no, we like they have collaboration events between the two MMOs still. It's it's pretty impressive. That but, is yeah, really like, cool. So like that w- that was the first MMO, and that was obviously not turn based at all. That's um, that's action. It has to yeah, be for an MMO. Yeah, right, action. Uh, then Final Fantasy twelve comes out, and that is entirely different. Zero turn base at all. Everyone's active at the same time, and like it still has that gauge build up thing, but uh, you have to preset the action you want to do, and then the gauge builds for all your party members. And uh, if uh, if you've ever played Dragon Age Origins, I have it. So it works exactly like that, like its whole gambit system, which yeah. works as the same thing as the whole tactics type thing on Dragon Age Origins, where like you have your party members set in priority orders and what they want to do and what they need to do. The only difference between what you see in Final Fantasy XII and Dragon Age Origins is before each action that you see them do, there's a gauge bar that actually has to build up. 
I I have just not, I've never been a huge fan of turn-based games. Um, obviously, I like Pokemon because every kid that was young when it was popular liked Pokemon. But past that, I've just never really been drawn to them, and that's why I've never really done any of the Final Fantasies. I knew that there were a few that weren't turn-based, but I knew for the most part they are, and I just I find myself I find myself getting bored with it uh, because constantly stopping to do battle it just pulls me out of the experience and pulls me out of the elements so it um, really depends on what kind of turn base like do you play uh card games like magic or like hearthstone at all no i don't i don't play i i download hearthstone and i play like three or four games of it and then i don't touch it again because i get bored with it uh i, I played yeah, so gwent for a while uh which is the card game based on the witcher 3 uh, and that was pretty fun, but even there, I got I got bored with that because it's it's slow. I like doing things. I think I, it really boils down to how much you value strategy over action, and it also depends on if you're like more of a casual, you know, playing for fun type of gamer or not me. Yeah, we've we've discussed this. We've right. talked about. Well, that's how what I'm makes me think about... that you would you would actually kind of be into more strategy. I would think that you would want to. Do I like, like that. I like a good combination between strategy and constant so, action, and that's yeah. why I'm loving Overwatch so much you, right if now. If you actually play Final Fantasy fourteen, like if you play World of Warcraft, you'll notice like that's a lot of combat in World of Warcraft is slow compared to Final Fantasy fourteen. Like Final Fantasy fourteen is heavy action based and heavily on like everyone needs to do damage the healers need to do damage to the boss in order to down them sometimes oh, otherwise wow. like like if you're not healing like in world of warcraft you just sit there and go like i have i'm so powerful i have my healing spells up but I don't, i'm not really doing anything and my dps is worthless because i'm <laughs> doing one percent of what everyone else is doing whereas like currently one of my people in my free company he's a main healer and He's like, okay, uh, two healers on this boss. Uh, this one guy is going to focus on nothing but healing, and I'm going to be just DPSing even though I'm a healer. It's like, okay, and he out-DPSs some of the DPS classes. Or if every DPS is actually doing good, he'll only out-DPS the tank. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you definitely would recommend that game then. Well, yeah, because it's, like, it's more <laughs> like there's a lot more action to it than WoW, where WoW is like I've there are bosses in WoW where you just literally sit there and the boss fights were so slow that I legitimately fell asleep for four bosses and I got woken up by my entire like raid group yelling in my ear on the <laughs> headphone saying stop running into the wall we're at the boss what are you doing and I'm like I'm like what 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 happened and they're like uh. Dude, you've been quiet for like these past four boss fights. You, you, we've been talking to you, and why, why haven't you been answering? I'm like, guys, weren't we on Hygen? <laughs> and it's like, uh, dude, uh, we've passed these other bosses. I'm like, guys, I don't remember any of this. What <laughs> like, Blacked out. <laughs> That's funny. I fell asleep playing it because it was just so slow paced and easy. Wow. Okay. Well, well, how about you, Joe? What? How, no, what no, 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 no. Let's break up the two Joes with a Jake. Uh, you go next. <laughs> okay. Your well, favorite. All right. Well, no. What was the original question? Let's. What well, it was, it's what game we currently play. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So for me, I'm playing three. I'd say three games currently. Whoa. One is Overwatch with you and Cody uh, on weeknights. Yep. Uh, another is Splatoon Two, um, 
after Overwatch, but right before bed. <laughs> so as I'm like, hey guys, going to bed, that's when I play Overwatch for, I mean, that's when I play Over... <laughs> over Plume 2? <laughs> uh, that's when I play Splatoon 2 for a couple rounds, then go to bed. Uh, and then the third game I play is uh, Bit Heroes, which is a mobile game. Which is totally energy based, pretty much like Dragon Soul that so I was you're, hyped up about. So you're off of you're off a of Magikarp jump. No, I finally am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't logged anymore. in for about a week, but so. I had played Magikarp jump for like. So he's off crack and he's on heroin. Yeah, ba- <laughs> basically, I, I am really addicted to those type of games, and I can't help it because I love, I love games with efficiency. You know what I mean, like. Uh, you games. you have a ma- yeah you, you have a max energy right so I never want to b- be max because then I feel like that energy is being wasted me. yeah so I'll wake up in the morning do everything I can and then not have to touch the game for like six hours and then I'll play again and you know bomb it and I just I love those type of games because they're so casual they're so easy but they feel so accomplished it feels so good but the problem is that i can't help but get addicted to stuff like that because i just have this compulsion to be as efficient as possible with it so weird it's just how my brain works you sent me a couple weeks ago you sent me a congregate game yeah it was and it was it was uh it's bit heroes it was like black and white i sent you the wrong game then Okay, because it was what whatever one you sent me was garbage. I'm like, how is he playing this? There's no way he's playing. this uh, I must have sent you the wrong thing. I remember posting Bit Heroes to you. This was before I knew that it was an app as well, so you can link your Congregate profile to the app and play on the go, which is even worse. I'm like <laughs> efficiency, like cringe right now. Hey, do you like that? 100 out of 80 oh, I know. energy just well, sitting there. I, and I'm I, just like... I downloaded Fate Grand Order as well, but... I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to put this down even though, like... It's constantly... I'm over max. I'm just like, I don't care yeah. about that. Well, that's because in that game, it's freaking impossible not to be over max. Not almost. true. Only for your first, like, 12 levels. Yeah. I'm too into Bay Heroes. Oh, dude, it must have been... Af- dude, it was way after June 4th. You're, you're, you're going way too far. I haven't even been playing for three weeks. Oh, wait. No, oh, Swords and Souls. I don't yeah. know if it's the one you sent Hey, that looks familiar. Yeah, I love Swords and Souls. That's, no, that's not it. That's yeah, not dude. It. I sent you it in the beginning of July. This one. Groundhog Life. Oh, Groundhog Life. Yeah, yeah. That was a clicker game. Yes, that's what I was talking about. That's this, actually this not is, even a clicker game. Is, it's idle. You just freaking sit there. This is garbage. I don't dude, even look at it. It's freaking... This could have been done in like... Microsoft Excel. I was Excel. playing that for four it probably hours is Microsoft one day. Excel. I was playing four <laughs> hours that game one day, and then I was like, "What's wrong with me?" Oh, I remember. I was you, getting a headache. I remember you playing those old games, like click here for a currency, and then once yeah. you get enough currency, you, you get an auto clicker, and Dude, then cookie, like yeah, cookie clicker, cookie clicker. I love the, these games. They're so simple. They're so stupid, but I get full on mentally addicted. <laughs> And it's bad. That was really funny is the different themes behind those games. Yeah. Like, you'll find the, the oh, yeah, literally like the same games, but, like, they're the same games, but just different themes behind yeah. them. 
I was saying that I wanted to make one for the Jake and Joe show so he could play one that was related to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. You'll just sit there playing, you'll hear clicking. You earn minutes of the podcast. <laughs> you, earn, you earn listens. You earn listens. Uh, yeah. The millions of listeners. <laughs> Jake so is fake. Like, we like only have 300. De- instead of like Game Dev Tycoon, you're just going to make a podcast tycoon. Podcast tycoon. <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be such a boring game. So of the it's three, unless it's you playing, yeah. it, you'll just be like, "I gotta get all the views." Yeah. Of the three games you're playing, which one is your? Do you most look forward to playing? Oh, day? Overwatch, definitely. Yeah. Because it's more of a social game. Mm-hmm. I talk to you guys. And, and now Doomfist just dropped today. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to play him. So. Well, that. so I know what you're gonna say, but what's your current game that you're playing? You know what I'm gonna say? Okay. Well, obviously one of them because we just said it. Yeah, uh, the other being uh, Witcher 3 yeah. is the main one I'm playing right now. Um, I I bought that, I bought Witcher 3 last year sometime. Uh, it was on sale on GOG for 15 bucks. Very good deal. Uh, and then I, uh, I, I didn't pick up the expansions at the time just because I knew that the base game had 100 hours of playtime alone. So I picked that up. And um, at the time, I was running my old... Uh, hardware in my computer. I was running an older graphics card, an older processor, and I couldn't play the game above like l- low settings oh. on like 720p. It was it was pretty bad. Like I was getting 20 frames a second if I wanted to play anything above low. Mm-hmm. And I played through it until I got to I got to Novigrad. I never left Novigrad and went to Skellige. Uh, these these are cities or you know continents in the game, and uh, I just I just lost interest because I know there this there's the saying graphics aren't important it's the gameplay that counts mm-hmm. but for me graphics are important you can only go so far I know I tried to play Half Life the original a couple of years ago I just couldn't yeah and Witcher Three is such a gorgeous it's a beautiful game mm-hmm. and running on low settings and only getting twenty FPS just rips the joy right out of it because. All I can focus on the entire time I'm playing is the performance. And I have, like, the on-screen FPS counter in the bottom right corner. And every time I look down at it, I, like, twitch and I cringe. I'm like, I can't do this. So I stopped playing it. And I said that I was going to pick it back up once I got new hardware. Yeah. So right around Christmas, um, I got a new graphics card. And then just a month and a half, maybe two months ago, I got a new processor, motherboard, and RAM. Uh, So I'm... My build right now is pretty much the best you can build. The best build you can have for 1080p gaming mm-hmm. uh, on ultra settings in Witcher Three. I get 70 to 80 frames a second, which makes it really, really enjoyable to play. No um, doubt. So I'm. I think I'm like 75 percent of the way through the main story, and I'm doing every single side quest I come along. So you're gonna 100 percent that thing. You're gonna need I'm not. I'm not gonna 100 percent <laughs> that. Oh no way. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's such a good game. It is. A genre-redefining game. It is that good. It's unbelievable uh, how much detail and care that they put into the game, and you can really tell that. That's good. I, that's what I've heard. I haven't. I have it on Xbox One actually. Yeah. But I have played it for like an hour. Yeah. Wasn't the, into it myself. The, the greatest thing about it is that most RPGs, role-playing games, uh, they. They write the, the 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 story designers. They'll write the story and then they'll create characters to fit the story. But with The Witcher, 
they created the characters first. They, they, they developed the characters and they gave them all personalities and backstories and then they used those characters and what to they created to did, make a story. Did you know that is actually based off novels? Yes, it is based off novels. It's off okay. of uh, Polish novels. Yeah, like, have you ever played uh, Metro Last Light? Yeah, I have. Yeah, so that one, it's also based off those... The, yeah, novels, Russian like, Russian novels, yeah. Yeah, so novels, like... like 2033 on Steam actually comes with like a PDF of the novel, which is interesting. So, like, as soon as I played it, I took time to read it, and it's it's actually like the game follows the story pretty well. Like, there's some hidden details, like the main character in Metro. I can't remember his name right now. It's been so long. <laughs> he uh, he doesn't speak in the game unless it's like between missions, and he's narrating what he's doing. But he never speaks during mission. Whereas in the novel, he's an active speaker. Like, mm-hmm. all the time. So there's a lot of conversations that you just missed out on, which was kind of slightly disappointing. But at the same time, like, the game's still amazing. And, like, even on, like, really high-end computers, like, you play the first game and, like, the controls feel clunky. But yeah. it kind of adds to the experience because, like, you're in, like, the underground, like, the metros because of, like, an apocalypse and monsters that are out there. And you're a dude that just basically is green. He's green. He doesn't know what he's doing. And the controls feel clunky, but it adds to the experience because... The, you're a recruit. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know what you're doing, and so it, the controls feel that way. Hmm. All right. That about wraps up that segment, I think. I think we're good to move on to Song of the Week. Yeah, definitely. So I know you said, Joey, that you don't have a song of the week no i don't okay so we're just gonna go right to jake and then i'll i'll go okay so as is tradition tradition, i was hoping that was the word you're gonna use as is (laughs) tradition um a lot of times for my song of the week i kind of look back to about between the time in my life between 2010 and 2013 from the time I was 20 to 23, for some reason, I feel like those were my my golden years for music. I listened to music a lot then. And it always takes me back and have some good memories in my head. I was scrolling through my Spotify playlist like I do every week to try to find a song of the week. And I came across uh, an artist by the name of Greaves, who I used to listen to all the time. He is a very little known rapper. I've heard um, of him. You have, really? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um... We've all heard of him, Jake. He's not little known. He's mainstream. He's, I mean, he's been around for a long time. Yeah, that's probably and why if, I've heard if, of him. And if you're a fan of a certain kind of rap, then you probably have heard of him if you've gone exploring, because I'm sure he's similar to a lot of mainstream yeah. artists. Um, and I really loved his style. I downloaded the whole his whole first album, uh, 88 Keys and Counting. might be the second album, but it was one of his earlier ones. Uh, this particular one is called Sunny Side of Hell, and here's a clip. Not just same old song. I've been writing on the mirror with a razor blade and chased away the devil in my brain that played me like a spade. Cause day to day, painted jaded faith issues a shaded gray and coward. Hit behind emotion just to play it safe upon. Slowly turning victim to my wrongs. I had to wake up all alone to finally figure out my wants. In the house of haunted love, the past will keep me warned and explain me. Even 
I like that a lot. Yeah, man. I'm probably going to go and listen to his th this album. I figured you would because he reminds me of Watsky, but he's very different. Yeah. Um, not just because he's a white guy who raps, but uh, <laughs> he does... I love the way he sounds, and he he can be a little explicit, but it's not overbearing. Yeah. And that's what I always hate in music when a lot of times the edited version to me will sound better. I feel like I'm getting old. <laughs> if there's a swear, but yeah. um, I don't, I don't oh, know. God, I think I he sounds like really good. I know we've talked about, or we've kind of uh, showcased the Watsky song about bad words. Bad words, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, that reminds me of it, but yeah, I'm glad you, I'm glad you uh, like him. I did enjoy that. Awesome. How about you, Joe? Nothing at all? You don't like it? You don't like Oh, yeah, it? absolutely hate it. Yeah, no, that's exactly. No. I just, I don't listen to music a lot. Like, in, when I do, it's, like, either, like, a soundtrack from a game I play or show I watch or, like, just, like, heavy metal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what you like. All right, so... Yeah, what do you got, Joe? Well, mine, my song of the week comes with a bit of bad news. Uh, although, by the time this episode comes out... I mean, I'm already a majority of people know, uh, so definitely by the time this episode comes out, a uh, vast majority of people will know. Uh, the, the band Linkin Park, they were popular, most popular in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, the lead singer of Linkin Park, Chester Bennington, he just recently committed suicide. Mm -hmm. He left behind his wife and his six children. Uh, it's really heartbreaking because he always came across as a very... Uh, happy go lucky you know fun person and that just seems to be the way you know the way it always is people the, these people will be displaying happiness and carefree you know just good emotions on the outside but they're suffering on the inside uh so i thought it was fitting they were a very influential band for me uh, when i was first getting into music when i was younger hybrid theory and uh meteora were their two biggest albums, and they came out, I think, in like 98 and then 2001. And I was I was really starting to get into music a few years after that. It was probably like 2002, 2003 that I was really getting into music. Mm -hmm. And they those two albums really shaped the music that I like and that I listen to today. Because at the time, Linkin Park is kind of like a, a cross between rap and rock. Um, and I was into rock more at the time, and one of the singers in Lincoln Park, uh, Mike Shinoda, he had a side project called Fort Minor, and it was a rap, oh, it was a rap group. I had no idea. Yep, um, and that was really my segue into the hip hop scene, and hip hop remains one of my favorite genres of music to this day. Yeah. So it, it's just it's such a loss because he had one of the most unique voices in the rock scene. And they're not, their most recent album is not rock. It's the furthest thing away from rock that Linkin Park could get. But he, he'll be missed. He was an inspiration to a lot of people. So here is my song of the week. I was originally going to do a tribute, a cover of one of their songs. But now I think I'm just going to do their actual song. This is Numb by Linkin Park off of Meteora. Don't know what you're expecting of me. Walking in your shoes. 
So that was my song of the week, guys. Uh, if you haven't ever delved into Linkin Park stuff, uh, give them a listen. Not just because they lost their lead singer, but because they're a great band. Um, and like I said, the, the music world will miss him for sure. So. And check out Blackout. It's one of my favorite Linkin Park songs. Perfect. Check out Blackout. All right. It's time to play Million Dollars Butts. Where we take out our million dollar butts. And ask if we'd like a million dollars. Okay, to be fair, if mine did get wounded, it would probably cost that much. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so before we dig into the cards here that I have that will randomly select mm. a million dollars butt for us. I promise it'll be random. I'm watching them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember, Jake, but when we did million dollars butt last, we implored our, our, our audience to give us some million dollars butt oh, questions. Oh, yeah. And I was given two million dollars butt questions from two of our very loyal listeners. Nice. I think you'll know both of them. Mystery Man is oh, one of yes. them. And the right. special guest that we had, he's mystery, we don't say who he is. <laughs> and the special guest that we had at the end of season one, Brittany. Why did she tell you and not me? She is on We're Twitter. We're real life friends. She's on Twitter. Oh, okay. Jake and Joe Show is now All on right. Twitter, by the way, at the Jake Joe Show. <laughs> Go there and follow us to get constant updates from our lives. Not really. Jake doesn't use it, but I do. Anyway. I I'm trying to. I logged in the other day and I'm good, kind of... Good, I retweeted something. So before we get to the cards, we're going to uh, hit the million dollars butt questions yeah, that they offered forward. Awesome. First, we'll do Mystery Man. All right. His Thanks, million Mystery Man. His million dollars butt question was, million dollars, but your toilet has to be a hole in the ground outside for the rest of your life. Yep. Yep. Hands down. Really? Yeah. It would be, Thoughts. well, it would totally, it's still a good one because it would totally, um, be super inconvenient. Yeah, if you're in the city, you need to find a <laughs> yeah. hole to use or dig a hole or something. Yeah. So, uh, you can work a system though. It'd take you a while to get used to it, but I, mean, uh, I would totally. I mean, we live in Maine. I know. We've I been know. to outhouses. That's... Like, yeah. Yeah, it'd still be worth it for a million bucks. <laughs> and you know what? You can take some of that million and. You know, make a really fancy hole in the ground to make it a pleasurable experience. <laughs> make it a really fancy hole in the Look, ground. Look, all you need is $10,000 and you can have the fanciest hole in the ground. <laughs> right. This is my hole in the ground. Feel free to use it. <laughs> what about you? I, I think you'll find that it's the nice hole in the ground around. <laughs> I would definitely do it, without yeah. a doubt. Guarantee it's the most money anyone spent on the hole in the ground. <laughs> yep. All right, that was pretty easy. Uh, Mystery Man, come up with something harder for next time, please. <laughs> next question comes from Brittany. One million dollars, but the only kitchen utensil you can use for cooking and eating for the next ten years is a tablespoon. Oh, that's good. No steaks. Or you no. have to, like, I don't know how Entirely you could cook them to be really possible. tender. But, wow. You have someone else cut it for you. You just have to eat with it. All right. You could kind of go about this a couple ways. Pay someone to baby bird you all your food. That's true. <laughs> uh, another way is just tough it out and just like you brutalize your food with a spoon. If you need to use a knife, just freaking go for it. The other thing would be the hardest thing to do would be completely change your diet to just spoon items. It's a tablespoon though. Right. Hey, yeah, blender... no, a tablespoon is just a regular spoon. Right, right. Yeah, yeah so... It would be hard. I mean, you just eat cereal and ice cream for the rest of your life. For 10 years. It's <laughs> only for 10 years. Oh, 10 years? Yeah. 
Ten years is a um, long time, though. It if is. You live, it is. If you live 80, 90 years, that's an eighth of your life. You'd have to spread. Imagine spreading something with a spoon. That would be infuriating. I'd rather spread with a fork all day. Eventually, what? You just sit Are you there. crazy? Spreading with a spoon is easy. Well, not a tablespoon. Yeah. I don't think it's you, easy at you, all. You get whatever you want to spread on the back of the spoon, and then you like use it to like push it around. Oh, I hate that because I'm cons- I I am a consistency person. Like I have to have an even amount of peanut butter <laughs> on all four corners in the middle of a toast. I've so, seen this of a toast. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Listen. Like I'm thinking of toast. I'm like, very specific dang. about toast. If it's undercooked, it's just hot bread that is not toast. If it is. <laughs> If it is burnt toast, that's disgusting. You gotta have but just she's a the right. The yeah, I know exactly. I, I, I've done that before. You gotta have just the right amount of you know, like a dark brown, maybe a little bit of black. That's okay, but I it's just impossible to have a consistent topping on toast or anything uh, with a spoon. You it, it, you have to have you know you have to use your tactic of like you know swirling a little bit. And then you just have big old gobs here and there. I'll make the argument. <laughs> Can't that stand. Oh, it's really possible to do it with jelly, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> a little a little jelly. gob of mayonnaise that you oh, weren't that's expecting. Disgusting. You, that's that's what gets me. Like stuff I'll, like that. Okay, so I'll make I'll make a I'll, I'll make a steak and cheese sandwich. Uh-huh. And as the steaks on the oven mm-hmm. uh, on the stovetop frying up in the pan. I'll take the I'll take the mayonnaise and I'll smear it on the bread. But you even it out. No. What? No, I just Why? throw some on there because warm mayonnaise <laughs> mixed with steak and cheese. You just you're eating you're nodding through your sandwich and you take a bite and you get a little spurt of mayonnaise. Oh. Oh. Why are you doing that? Like, so we'll good. make a sandwich right now and like oh. we won't spread it evenly. Jake will take one bite and be like, yeah, this is pretty good. He'll take a second bite and be like there was one percent more peanut butter <laughs> on this bite. Well, <laughs> so you act, so do you are you just messing with me, or do you actually like inconsistency in sandwiches like that? I don't. I've never thought about making them consistent, and I don't mind it when it's inconsistent. I like. like I'm not like you're. Michaela's like that. Every though. bite needs to be consistent. For me. If I make her a sandwich, I have to like perfectly smooth out the mayonnaise uh-huh. on a piece of bread or bothers <laughs> her. I don't care. Yeah. Just slap some on there. One moment in the that old show that Julie used to like, uh, what, Full House. Yeah. Like, Here's how a mature adult makes his sandwich and, like, spreads it in. And then when it gets to the ham and cheese, he's just like, and we alternate. Ham, cheese. Ham, cheese. <laughs> that way, with every bite, we get an equal amount of ham and cheese. <laughs> nice. So, this would drive you crazy, Jake. Okay. Sometimes well. when I'm making a sandwich and I don't feel like dirtying a fork mm-hmm. or a knife... Rather, not a fork. I don't know why I said fork, a knife. You just got those squeeze bottles. I what <laughs> I have the squeeze bottle, and I squeeze some on the center of the bread. And then when I put the sandwich together, I just... What? I just move the two pieces of bread in a circle on Your top of Your corners are going to be so dry. To spread out the, wow. the topping. you got to have good corners. That's better, though, than just gobs. I'll so what do you that. do for, like... What do you do for like ketchup and mayo? Or not ketchup and mayo. Ketchup and mustard on a hot dog. Do you s- ketchup and mustard on a hot dog? What I do is I kind of do the uh, commercial the thing back and forth. Where I go, the, the back and forth, <laughs> and that's what um, you know how you know it's upsetting when you have a squeeze bottle of ketchup and you know you have to apply a good amount of force and that first spurt is a huge blub. <laughs> yeah, that it's kicks me off every time. But what I do is you just is, start squeezing the bottle. Off the hot dog, and then, so you're wasting a little, but at least you're nice yeah. and uniform. And imagine Jake being like a five star chef, and like the hungry people are just like, I want my food, and he's like, No, it's not perfect, <laughs> it's not consistent. 
Oh, How many times have you made this dish? You don't want that. It's garbage. <laughs> throws it away. It's like, that's a perfectly good meal. Okay. The mayonnaise was not perfectly smooth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? We have. I didn't answer that question, and I think... Uh, if I said yes before, now that we've talked about this, absolutely not, because I know what? it would ruin my eating experience. Yeah, but a million dollars, bro. For ten years, uh, okay, maybe I'd get over it. Maybe this. I could get over it. You just you forget that chewing's a thing. You get used to the consistency of food in a blender. Oh, that's and you just... gross. <laughs> oh, I, think, I gag. I think in six months... Mm-hmm. You would be so used to only using a spoon that you wouldn't even think of it. Anymore. I bet it would be yeah. small than that, like ten days. Yeah, I think I think you'd get to a point where your body is, your your brain is just so used to using a spoon that you don't even think twice. All right, so let's move on to the cards. Well, did you did you say you would though? I, I would do it. Would you do it, Joey? For over a million dollars, only using a spoon as a kitchen utensil. Yes. All right. You hear those? That is the sound of. I don't even know how many cards this is. Like eight hundred cards. That can't be 800. There's no I way. I don't have any idea. I just pull stuff like that out <laughs> of my butt, Jake. You should know that. Or like 200. 200? You think that's it? You think there's no more than 200? doesn't even say. Well, hold on. Like a stack of 40 is like about that. And a stack of 52 oh, really? is about that. Oh, then that a stack is of 60 is about yeah, look, that. That would like be like a stack of 52, right? Yeah, there. that's about a stack of 52. So. so oh, that is several hundred. Wow. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so the way this is going to work is half the cards, well, a little less than half the cards, are million-dollars butt cards, and the other half are the conditions for the million-dollars butt. So, for example, I will draw a black card. I will draw a gold card. The million-dollars butt is million-dollars, but whenever you speak to your parents, you must break into the closest home and steal a family photo. So that's a good example. We're not going to do that one because that wouldn't be fun. We're going to randomly choose one. So, would you do us the honors, Jake? Ah, uh, yes. You get to choose from this portion of the deck. This one's calling my name. Ooh, look at that card you picked. Listeners, if only you could see us now. It actually has the word Jake written right on it. Don't, you dare, yeah. don't you dare read that before oh, yeah. we read the and black card. And as soon as I took it out, it made a sound like a sword unsheathing. Shing! Our guest will pick the black card for the first Million dollars butt question. This one looked at me funny. Ching. How does it feel to be a part of history? This is the first time that we've done million dollars butt in this way on the show. Oh, well then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The first million dollars butt question is... Million dollars butt. Whenever someone asks to see your ID... An invincible snail begins slowly following you, and if it ever catches you, you will die. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> It'd be even funnier if only you could see the snail. Oh, my <laughs> oh God. that would be hilarious. So, we're assuming that the snail has to touch you for it to yes, kill you? Yes, it does have to reach you. Have to, it has to touch you for it to kill you. And, and this is only whenever someone asks to see your ID. Oh, God. I'd be screwed because I get asked for my ID Oh, yeah. Lot. You have a lot of snails chasing you. <laughs> oh, my God. The only time that I have ever been asked for my ID was the first time I bought a lottery ticket or a scratch card. I don't bu- I don't buy scratch cards and I don't drink. So hey, two well. big reasons that they need to see my ID, they do not ask me. I would right. do this without hesitation. No okay. one ever asks for my ID. Got no got no worries. I can't even remember the last time I was asked for mine. Oh, well, yeah, 
getting a drink at a restaurant or something. But I could easily just, you know, drink Coke or something and just drink a beer on the weekends. Yeah, I would absolutely do that. I don't think you would. I wouldn't do it for the next four <laughs> years because, like, just everywhere I go, like, to get into work, here's your ID. Okay, to go to certain areas and work, where's your ID? <laughs> to get to shop, <laughs> not be worth to it. shop at the tax-free store because, you know, I'm military. You'd have to be a nomad. Where's your ID? <laughs> You'd have to be nomadic, and then just, like, all across the world, there's just, like, snails slowly <laughs> Itching their you. way towards you. <laughs> Oh, man. Just imagine them, like, at least when I go across, like, you know, the ocean. Yeah. Sitting sitting in England somewhere and be like, I don't have to worry about those. Those guys are somewhere way down there. Hey, can we stay here for, like, a few more days? (laughs) Yeah. They're probably, like, hit the trench by then. This is going to be our last million dollars, but for this episode, our fourth one, our second randomly, quote-unquote, randomly generated million dollars, but... Million dollars, but whenever you absentmindedly stare, you get mange on your scalp. What's that again? So, you know the, the, the stare that you do when you're like, you realize you've just been zoning out and like staring and then you like snap back yeah. to you? That's absentmindedly staring. Mange is a skin disease of mammals caused by parasitic mites and occasionally communicable to humans. Oh. It typically causes severe itching, hair loss, and the formation of scabs I had and no lesions. idea it was due to Okay, I can't... Nope. Mites. Nope. No way. No I, way. I zone out every day. All the time. I so, couldn't do it. I don't think I would do this either. I don't think anyone could. No, every, one's, no everyone, one's that focused to, like, never absentmindedly um, zone out. Right. You know what I mean? It means that's serious. That's some serious stuff. Yeah. I don't want that, that even once. Right. And it's not like it's something you can hide either. It's no. on your head. It's affecting you. There's like lice and stuff on your head. Uh, that's that's a firm no. Yes. No way. Would not do it. I think you probably picked one of like the the very few easier cards. black cards with one of the hardest yeah, yellow right, cards. Right. <laughs> well, that about wraps up our show. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for being on the show, Joe E. I, <laughs> I wanted to say Joe there because it rhymed, but thank you for being on the show. It was great to have you. We'll have to have you back again. We'll see when I can. <laughs> uh, any parting words um, from either of you? Well, you know Don't what? drink and drive, kids. Don't text and drive either. And call your mama. Tell yeah, her you love her. She misses you. Send um, some chocolates. Up. Send some chocolates, like Joey says. <laughs> um, I think it's cool, worth noting, that this is episode 25. This is episode 25. We're a quarter of the way to 100. I think I, I'd like to say that... We'll have a guest on every five episodes now, but that's driving a little high. Mm, especially as we get farther and farther out, it'll be harder. Right. Of course, we can bring people back. That's not an issue at all. Right, right. But All right, well, have a good week, everybody. See ya. Catch you later.